1: Hi, 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 Hi! what's up everybody? Today is Monday, August 10th, 2015. It's episode 161 of the Hotbox. I'm Matt. Uh, I've got a great show for you today. Also want to mention, thank you to everyone that uh, wrote in for the Vuber uh, Atlas contest. We gave those away, those got sent out, so you should be, if you were one of the two lucky winners, uh, you should be receiving a little box from Washington, from the Hotbox, with love. Uh, so, yeah, what you should do when you get it is take a picture of how freaking excited you are to, like, get this box and open it. And it's like, whoa, there's a brand new awesome Vuber Atlas in there. All you had to do was, like, email. It's great. So, a uh, huge thanks to Jim at Vuber Technologies for kicking those down for everybody. I hope you enjoy them. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk something a little different. It has to do with weed still. Life living relationships, stuff like that, Uh, but with a a different little twist on it. Uh, A lovely lady, her name's Molly Peckler. She's from a site called Highly Devoted. She used to be a relationship coach and uh, like a dating site stuff, like internet dating and matching up people, you know, kind of based on on numbers and stuff. And I don't want to tell everything she did. She'll kind of explain it more. Uh, But she does have a background uh, as an executive matchmaker, so top matchmaker you have your friends that are like oh i know a guy i know a girl no this is she's at the top uh as an executive matchmaker and a cannabis consultant so uh she has experience emotional intelligence paired with her degree in psychology gives her a great perspective so we're going to welcome her to the show right now molly peckler how are you doing molly microphone there you go. Hi again.
0: Sorry. Oh, you're good. I'm How's doing you? well, Matt. How are good. you?
1: Good, good. Good to have you on the show. Uh, Molly from highlydevoted.com. Uh you do consulting uh, and relationship stuff. Uh kind of the same thing when you think about dealing with people and how they react to their environment and other people and stuff. Um just start us off like and I you don't know, need to like go through the wiki or anything, but like how did you get into that? Like, was it a college thing and you were like, oh, I'm gonna work for for this site
0: (laughs) so I have always been someone who has just loved helping people with relationships and I just kind of have natural intuition for that I just I get what a good relationship looks like and I understand the mistakes that a lot of people make when it comes to relationships so I've always loved kind of learning why people do the things that they do and so that caused me to get a degree in psychology. And so I really loved that. Um, and I had a, I started off actually in finance right after college, so didn't use my psychology d- degree immediately. But I was uh, later recruited to be an executive matchmaker. So that was definitely an interesting experience. Can you, um, what website you
1: know, was it for? Can you say what, what website is it when yeah. we would have heard, heard over?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, um, so I worked for a company called selective search and um, we served like very high profile clientele. So, you know, this, these clients were paying tens of thousands of dollars to, you know, to utilize my expertise and my matching skills. So I got tons of people married, lots of people very happy in love. Um, but the part of it that I really loved was coaching my clients and really kind of analyzing them and helping them to figure out the mistakes that they had made in their past relationships and how they could fix them moving forward. So I had a ton of success with that. And um, unfortunately, at the company that I was with, there just wasn't the upward mobility that I was looking for. And I have been very, very passionate about cannabis for a long time and I really wanted to get into the industry. So I had an opportunity to work for a, a consulting firm um, in the cannabis industry, learned a ton from them. And you know, not long after that, I realized that I really wanted to start my own business and why not combine my two passions for marijuana and for helping people find love. And so that's where I came up with my new company, Highly Devoted. So I do coaching over Skype for people who are, you know, they've had issues finding the right person, they're not really comfortable dating, or, you know, if you're in a relationship already, I can kind of help you work through whatever issues that you're going through. And I am really tailoring my services completely to cannabis consumers, because I think we just think differently and we have different needs and different priorities and perspectives. And I know people who love cannabis are going to have a lot easier time connecting with me and I can understand them better than if they were looking for help from someone who, you know, was judgmental about weed.
1: Yeah, that's huge. Cause in, in that industry, like it's, you want to be honest with those people like a psychologist, for example. Uh, but there's certain things like the normal Everyday person just isn't going to tell Them and like being like yeah I smoke weed all The time isn't generally one of those Things now grant some of those people are Going to be cool and, and you'll uh, establish That rapport with them but I feel like for the most part you go into uh, to, For your first psychologist appointment Or marriage counseling you know you're not going To just be like oh and by the way we're, we're Stoners so uh, take from that What you will because I guarantee More than not they will be Like well there's your problem drugs you have to get off Great, drugs definitely. before we can move forward in a relationship. It's like, well, no, that's kind of not not how it is. But no. that's, that's good that no. there is.
0: You, know, you want to make sure that, you're, that you're, you're a responsible consumer and you're not letting it get in the way of you know, other parts of your life. But I think people who smoke marijuana... Can make an amazing partner and that can make for, you know, a fantastic relationship. And and a lot of these old school people just don't see that.
1: I could see, too, a lot of, I mean, if you're in the industry and you run your own, like, a a tier grow or whatever here in the recreational side of things, like, you maybe aren't spending the time you need at home with uh, your significant other because you are at work, you know, 16 hours a day trying to get this grow off the ground and and make a profit on it, all the while jumping through all of the fun little fiery hoops that the, the liquor control board or whoever whoever in charge decides to, to make you jump through just to run your business. It's it's stressful, and to have a, a service like that that is open and accepting of the cannabis industry is pretty awesome. I don't think I've ever heard of any other one that's, that is so... <laughs> I, I, I think I am the first there, you know, there are other
0: marijuana focused dating sites like, you know, my 420 May. I always and High thought Better.
1: I, you know, I, I don't want to be like the tin hat conspiracy guy, but I always thought those were honeypots for the feds for some reason. <laughs> I, I don't know. know. I've never really done yeah, the online dating know. thing. So I just when I hear things like that, I just scam is like where I my my mind goes. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean it's it could be dangerous. I I can guarantee you this that I am not doing a scam and I'm not trying to. <laughs> you are not you a cop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's cool. What? Uh, when? When did you like? Did you smoke in college? Have you always smoked since you can remember? Like, what's what's your background as far as that goes?
0: Yeah. So I smoked for the first time in high school. I didn't smoke a ton, but I've always just kind of been like a really chill, laid back person and getting wasted over alcohol on alcohol was just not my favorite. And I also just, I kind of have a sensitive stomach. And so alcohol just makes me feel miserable the next day. And sometimes that day too. Um, so I really, yeah, I really started getting into it in college, but post-college was when it became, you know, a truly important part of my life.
1: That's interesting. I, I found, I was kind of the same way. I just never liked the taste of, of booze and I always had more exciting uh, things to do while, while all my friends were drinking. But every party that ever got, you know, the cops rolled in and all my friends were getting MIPs. Like, they're like, you're, you're not drinking? I was like, no, man, that's just poison get out of here. It is. And I, I feel like a lot of that, like it, it did, I mean, it's, it's legal when you're 21 and all, but when, when you're younger and you start getting in like MIPs and stuff and it starts putting you into the system, it kind of primes you for that. And it's, it's kind of a, it's a terrible thing to have to deal with, especially if you're like my friends are and they're kind of lazy. Maybe you get a ticket and you forget about it. And the next thing you know, there's a warrant and it's like that stuff. Snowballs out of control so quickly And next thing you know Here's like your own private cell That you know The, the prison system's getting paid for you to be in it's, it's Smoking is is It seems so much more Less you know as far as being destructive And everything when people are like Used responsibly in that and Like I understand you can't be smoking weed all day If you can't be a motivated smoker And not everyone can right. be, But you gotta know your limits and everything
0: There's no question. And, and it's just so infuriating because, you know, alcohol is completely legal for everyone 21 and older and it's so dangerous. And like so many people die every single year. And, you know, I feel like when I drink alcohol, I'm just not, I'm not me. You know, it's, it brings out a part of me that maybe I'm not so proud of kind of like a meaner, more aggressive side. And I, I just don't like that. And I feel like, crap the next day so I'm just, you know, I, I would always rather smoke than drink.
1: I always found that, just- that interesting, too, that something that was kind of like it, it's a negative kind of thing. It's a divisive substance that it was always so like, oh, you're going to have a party with your friends and these blonde girls are coming over and then ice out of the Rockies and snowboards and all that. And it's like you look at and maybe for the first like 20 minutes, maybe 30, if you're pacing yourself after that, it's like complete shit show. You don't remember shit, you you do dumb shit, you know, it's just a terrible experience, but people continually will go back to it because, as you're raised, it is so ingrained that, like, this is is the experience you've been looking for, you know, if you need to get in an altered state, this is the one that the government has approved, and... Uh, cannabis being the opposite of that more of a uniting uh, substance it makes you chill it makes you happy mellow and everything probably a great tool for relationship work perhaps i know sometimes i will i will uh, use it for that uh but completely the opposite of what they have been telling people it it was you know it's not this crazy rape murder jazz drug you know i mean it's the internet gave people the platform to put all that right information on and then it, it spread. And, and here we are, you know, doing interviews over it to spread further information. It's kind of neat. It's
0: so, it's so exciting. I just love that we're finally at a time where this is coming out into the open.
1: I know. Can you imagine trying to do this like 10 years ago over dial up <laughs> just awful then like animated gifs, frame by frame. Even with all this technology, there was still issues. And like I told you earlier, it wasn't you every guest that we try to get on Hangouts. It's like they either don't have the right browser or this or that. It's like such a pain to get it to work. But when it works, it's so great compared to what we had. Like It's it's neat. No, this is really nice.
0: I'm a newbie with Hangouts. I got to say I'm a
1: fan. Yeah, you could probably start utilizing this if you needed to. You mentioned you use Skype. Uh, Is that a lot easier for your... You, more people have Skype probably than use Hangouts, I would imagine. Yeah. But do you ever have those problems like you're 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 getting into a, a meeting with someone and they're just the technology just fails? Internet oh, or absolutely. whatever. You just got to yeah, reschedule, right? Like, nothing I can do.
0: <laughs> it's the nature of the beast. And, you know, I, I can definitely conduct my coaching sessions over the phone. But I I think that it's just, it's a much better experience when, you know, you can actually see someone and you can take a look at their body language and really get a feel for them. So you can, you know, when you're on Skype, it's like you're meeting someone. So it's just different.
1: If you guys are watching live, you can see the the website over at highlydevoted.com. Dating coach and relationship expert. So let's, as someone that gives others advice on their relationship. What is your relationship or do you keep that not kind of public or like you?
0: Um, I am very happily married. Uh, My husband and I just celebrated our four year wedding anniversary and we've been together now for 10 years. So he, you know, you see a lot of matchmakers and date coaches and relationship experts who are single and, miserably you
1: know, <laughs> to not like they want to be it's yeah yeah
0: so you know my my husband is my inspiration for everything that I do you know i was i was definitely a party girl before i met him i was not interested in settling down but we met and i realized that he was my best friend and we had so much fun together and we had this amazing passion and chemistry and I just, you know, I I was incredibly lucky, but I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was able to communicate with him in a really specific way. And I was also very cognizant of the type of person that would make me happy. So, you know, it's all about figuring out your deal breakers. Uh, um, so that's interesting. Yeah, you say
1: that there's the, there's a, a podcast I was just listening to, and that was one thing that they mentioned. They were like, before anything, before you get into any relationship, anything like that, figure out you and what the things that you are willing to negotiate on and establish the things that you're absolutely not and keep to that, regardless of how attractive or how attracted to the other person you are. If those things that you have settled on, as as being, you know, non-negotiables. Like, keep to that. He said, you'll be happy forever. <laughs> now, I don't know how easy that is in practice because not. I don't think very many people are, are self-aware of that. But it is an interesting well, thing that you need to be okay with me smoking weed and, you know, you got to establish that stuff. Otherwise, you'll be hiding it and then being miserable.
0: Secrets are completely toxic in a relationship. And, you know, if you really want to find... The best partner for you. You have to find someone you can be completely honest with and completely comfortable with. Um, but, you know, I think more of my specialty, yes, I can set people up, but my passion is really helping people get in touch with the best version of themselves and understand what they want in a relationship and why they want that in a relationship. Because no matter how perfect this chick is, she might be gorgeous. She might, you know, be everything on your checklist, but if you're not ready for her and you're not able to, you know, fully commit or put yourself in the relationship or be healthy, then it's not going to work.
1: Yeah. That's, and you see that so much day to day in in people that have either settled or got, you know, traded for land, like in game of Thrones or however it was arranged and set up. Like, it, it it sucks because sometimes you're kind of stuck there eventually. It gets to a point where, you know, there's nothing else to do.
0: <laughs> right. It's it's really bad. And that's, that's something that you can figure out so much earlier on. You don't have to waste anyone else's time or hurt anyone else's feelings. Like, it's really, really important to know what you want and what you're looking for and if you're ready or not for that person.
1: So, so when... And, When you, when you and Mark are having issues, do you guys do, are you like, all right, go on your computer and then I will Skype you or do you guys, do you just get it done right there?
0: We typically get it done right there. You know, I am a super chill chick, but there are times when like the rage just builds up (laughs) in me and I, you know, I need to take a step away. So for me. Like Mark will just he'll just kind of walk out of the room. He'll be like, "You need to cool down." And at first, that pisses me off a lot. But then I think <laughs> about it for a second, and I'm like, "Okay, you're right. I'm acting a little ridiculous. This is not this is not okay. We have to communicate in the right way." Right. So,
1: and he knows yeah. that about you. That if like some girls, you can't turn your back on, or you'll get a dish flung at your head or something. But he, you have to know thyself and know who you're with, so that you can best react to the the situation at hand. It's so
0: important to do that, but it's, you know, and not, not everyone does, but also don't think that if you're just starting to see someone and you're having some issues with this, that that can't be improved because it definitely can. And like I said, we've been together for 10 years. So we are, you know, we're a well-oiled machine now, you know, there's always bumps in the road every now and again, but we really do know how to deal with them. And, you know, he's, He's my, he's my everything. He's just, he's the most important thing to me. And so I hate being mad at him and I don't feel like myself when I'm mad at him. So communication is, is really important. But, and, and, but that's,
1: that's the rational you speaking. That's not added with emotions and hormones flaring and all that. And sometimes when that moment's happening, it's maybe hard to be like, well, I'm just being irrational. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, I I can say with all honesty, it is really hard for me to say I'm sorry when there's a, a fight and, you know, I know that I'm at fault. I definitely have my pride, but, you know, I'm always working to better myself and grow so that I can get past that and handle things in a more, you know, mature fashion. But I'm really lucky because Mark is way more mature than I am in that respect. So he's kind of brought out the best in me and made me better for it.
1: I want to ask you about how you incorporate cannabis and stuff into this, this whole thing. But uh, before that, I'm kind of curious, like, are these, is this an ongoing thing or do you have like a, a time limit in your head that like, okay, if I can't either help or see some progress within a certain amount of time, maybe I will recommend them to a different course of action or, or something like that. Like do so you- every,
0: every single person, every single case is different you know, some people are going to need, you know, they might need to go to a psychiatrist or something like that. Um, But I think, I think for the most part, if you really deal with yourself, and you can analyze yourself and reflect on your past and really try and learn from that and move forward, then you're not going to need that help. Um, But you know, it's just it's different for everyone. I, I know that I can't help every single person out there. But if you do smoke weed, I can probably do a lot of good for you.
1: <laughs> if you smoke weed, I can help you.
0: <laughs> I can. That's awesome. I definitely can. I, I get it. I love weed. And that that is such a huge part of who I am. It's a huge part of my relationship. And I feel like it just it's such a great way to bond with anyone, romantic or not.
1: It is more so than, like, the normal things people, I guess, normal humans it, uh, would would bond over as far as, like, sports or TV shows or th- movie, You know, things like that. Like, that's one thing where if you, you hear it or you smell it or you see it, there's, like, an instant, like, oh, I want to go say hi to that person. Whether or not you have weed or, like, I could have weed and just, I was like, oh, I, someone else has weed. Let's have weed together and smoke. and. Right it's
0: you have an it it's it's something that you have in common and you know there's there are plenty of people who love marijuana but there're not a ton of us who are really brazen and and you know outgoing with it so when you meet someone who is pretty forthcoming with their love of cannabis that always gets me really excited
1: there's a certain standard that's set there i feel like it's it's kind of the same way if 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 there's alcohol involved, that kind of sets a different standard, a much lower... Yeah. It's like, well, here's expectations going down here, but if someone smokes weed, you're like, oh, this person's usually going to be legit. And granted, there's shitheads everywhere, in every industry, yeah. in every walk of life, but generally, the, the potheads, are, are we're good people.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are. We're really good people, and I, I think the, the greatest thing about most stoners is that we have good perspective. You know, it's the stress, the lack us. of
1: stress, right? Stress is like a yeah. huge thing that just does so much damage to people psychologically and physically. And I mean, it's it's a killer, literally. And I feel like literally. potheads have lower levels of stress, which, you know, the stress causes all these other cortisol or cortisone, one of those things. And that just ages you like crazy. That's you can either be, a, be nihilist and, and just be like, we're all dead anyway in the end, who cares? Or you can smoke weed and be like, yeah, this is, it's not as bad as you think.
0: I just think it, it opens your eyes, it expands your horizons, and and like I said, it, it just gives you perspective so you can kind of quiet your brain when those you know negative thoughts come in and Really focus on being healthier and more logical that's that's what i think it really has helped me with just like becoming more logical and more analytical
1: yeah it's a different level of that internal voice that's constantly you know yelling things at you giving you ideas or or guidance or or whatever it it gives it a different cadence almost it's like the more mellow like "Eh, if you want if not (laughs) it's cool so you use that exactly. as a basis I mean, yeah. as far as like it's uh, – and I know we're not doctors or prescribing or anything like that at all. But as far as like we know it's relaxing, we know it, it relieves stress, we know it has all of these other uh, internal psychological beneficial properties and stuff. Is that kind of what you build it on or do you let them – because you'll, you'll you'll do consults whether or not weed is involved. So that's why I'm kind Absolutely. of wondering is is that something you bring up or do you let them or –
0: Um, I will ask all of my clients typically, you know, why are they interested in working with me specifically? And that's a great way to kind of open up and understand, you know, okay, is cannabis a really important part of your life? Why is it? Or, you know, maybe you dated someone in the past who smoked all the time and you had issues with it. You want to move past it. You know, I can kind of help in a, a whole bunch of different ways.
1: Is that usually what what they have to say for it? It's like, well, you're the you're the you're the weed therapist. You're the weed lady. Like that's we we search you out because of that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's,
1: that's cool. you know
0: there there are plenty of you know dating coaches and relationship experts and love experts out there, but I, I think that the the cannabis consumer needs needs something different and needs something that's much more specific, much more tailored. To them. And, and again, like you said, right at the beginning of our conversation, there are these experts who, as soon as they hear that you love weed, they're going to tell you that it's terrible and that's going to be horrible for your relationship. And that's just not the case. You know, you have to, obviously everyone is different, but it it can be something that can truly enhance any relationship.
1: Yeah. That's really awesome. What are, what kind of weed are you smoking right now? What are, what are you, what are you smoking on? What's in your pipe?
0: Um, Well, I had a little bit of train wreck earlier today. That was, uh, that was my favorite. I haven't tried that before. Um, and then, uh, one of my, my other favorites, I love blue dream. <laughs> I, uh, I have a, I have a, I have a whole lot of favorites, but you know, I, uh, I'm in a place where you don't always have many options. Sure. So, sure. Kind now of a I, uh, do you I have do weed in
1: general? And they're like, Yes, I will bring you generic weed in general. It's it's yeah. such wait till you get to uh California, you are going to it's gonna be a whole nother experience. You're going to have menus and you're going to be like, There is so much weed I don't know which one to smoke and then you're gonna look on stuff stoners like and you're gonna see all of my weed reviews and then you're gonna know which one to smoke. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Perfect. Well, you know, it's I, I'm so excited, and and like you did mention. So I am next year going to be moving to California.
1: And uh, I should ask you first. Is, I'm sorry. I'm just like, here's information, internet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, hey, no worries. That is, you know, that's. I think the West Coast is kind of calling my name. Um, I live in a place that's really, really cold most of the year, and it is. it it takes a major toll on me. So to be able to live in a place that is sunny and has nice weather most of the time will, uh, will be very good for me. But then of course, you know, the fact that this is my passion, this is my business, to be able to be in a place like that, you know, it's, it just makes more sense for me. There's more opportunities.
1: Definitely. Are you going to do the in-person come visit my office thing since you'll be in a, a place that is more you can have your office set up in, in weed uh, regalia and, and have everyone come in and smoke around the hookah and all that uh, type that of is, thing? Or...
0: That is definitely in the plans for sure. Um, you know, right now, it's just it's so nice to be able to do it over the computer because then I can kind of reach people wherever they are. But, you know, absolutely in the future, I will for sure have uh, a brick and mortar space where I can come meet with clients and, and be with them in person.
1: I would imagine you would also still then keep up the, the Skype thing because I think a lot of people, us internet nerds in general, are, are a little, uh, we don't like being too close to, to females sometimes. It makes us awkward. We don't know where to put our hands and it, it, things get weird. Like having that Skype there probably gets them a little more comfortable and then you can work into, you know, problems easier if they're not all, you know, jittery and like, oh my god, I don't know what to say. I got to go home and yeah.
0: No, you're you're completely right and that's kind of one of the reasons that I am different from other people as well. Um, you know, I'm definitely like very feminine and girly, but I am a total guys girl and so I really understand how men think. I get how they communicate. I completely understand the differences between the sexes and kind of how to handle that. And I think that I'm able to to let people feel really comfortable when they're with me so they can open up and we can really figure out exactly what's going on. And and I think when when my clients become more comfortable with me, that can really translate into how they act and their confidence with women in general.
1: Do you find that they are... A little more like standoffish at first like oh you're gonna tell me how to how to fix this uh, or i guess at the the point they're coming to you they're accepting help right it's not like someone's getting drug into your office and it's like now tell tell him or tell her that that i'm right and they're wrong or, or something like that
0: no that's that's exactly it and, and you know the thing is you have to be if, if you want to make yourself better if you want to improve you have to just be okay with that. Right. And you're coming to me because I'm an expert and I I'm going to help you. I know what you need to do and I know the questions to ask in order to kind of get the info that's necessary for me to do what I need to do.
1: I feel like a lot more better work would get done in in therapy sessions if you could just sit and blaze one with your psychologist or whatever. Yes. It would be so it's- much so much better. Not for everybody, so obviously, but yeah.
0: No, and, and that's, you know, I, I have, I, I absolutely tell my clients, you know, feel free to do whatever you would like during our session. Obviously, I want to make sure that you are, you know, present and with it and focused uh, because it's, it's important. But, you know, I think it's something that can, that can really help someone open up and get comfortable in a session.
1: It's the other thing doing this show. It's kind of interesting seeing all the different other businesses that have uh, spawned up around cannabis, not necessarily growing, packaging, processing, uh, extracting stuff like that. But um, I, the, the one I'm, in particular I'm thinking of is Leafly. It's there's like all this weed, and we're a bunch of tech nerds uh, that love analytics and stats. Like, how do we classify and make a database of this? Um, right uh, hey. people that that are making boxes we had Kenya Brantley from her box on and he makes these elegant leather boxes his whole thing was like you you have a lady over you don't bring out the Air Jordan shoe box you want to bring out a nice elegant box when you're gonna smoke weed with her like it's it's a class thing it's an image thing and he kind of talked about the psychology of, of the image and like if you think it's just like some weird little back alley thing that you and your kid friends are doing then that's what it's gonna be but if you're like I'm a man I have class and style and this is the box that i keep my cannabis in like it, it's a whole positive uh, image and uh, it changes how your day goes it's it's weird
0: <laughs> it's it's true cannabis can definitely be classy and you know i think it's uh, a lot of what's going on right now is shattering these different stereotypes that have been around for so long you know i don't think very many people when they first meet me that I love weed. They just don't expect that. And I do.
1: Well, your hair is not in dreadlocks and you're not adorned in hemp and barefoot right. running around in, in forests, you know. <laughs>
0: it's exactly and I, you know, I I have my own business and I live I live a great life and all of this stuff and and I think that the old stereotype of these dirty hippies is just (laughs) not, it's not everything and anything anymore. I think there's just so many really smart, successful people out there who love marijuana. And, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that through highly devoted and my coaching sessions, I can really help people come to terms with that and be more proud of it and kind of help destroy all those stigmas.
1: Could almost set up a dual business where you do the same coaching, but for the way people vote, and then you can be like, "All right, stop being greedy assholes and let's start voting you know like I, it's the same kind of thing you kind of guide them and direct them. The problem would be obviously getting people to accept help in in their voting choices, but if you could hypnotize them somehow or electroshock therapy, perhaps. <laughs>
0: I need to learn more of that. I'll, I'll keep you posted on on my on my success with that. But you know, I, I just I think there's so much there. There's a huge market out there that's just not being served at all. And you know, people might think, you know, why does why does a stoner need their own type of relationship advice? But they really do. It's just like I said, it's a different type of person, and it can be something that's. Really, really beneficial in a relationship, and you know, not everyone understands that.
1: Well, that and the more happy people in relationships there are, the less shitty shit's going to happen in the world because people are happier overall. So, if you kind of pretty much say that you're saving the world in in a in a way, which is awesome.
0: Yes, that's that's very true, Matt. I am absolutely saving the
1: world. One relationship one client at a time. <laughs> yes, <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, uh, that's. All the questions I had, did you see? I just want, I sometimes we talk about some weed stories. Uh, this was one I kept seeing go around Facebook uh, a bunch about Shakespeare. And you know, yes! the, the, the quote about, you know, if, if you don't like drugs, I, I forget who said it, but he's like, you know, just throw away all your music, throw away everything. And uh, kind of going back further than that, throw away all your Shakespeare if, if you're against, you know, this sort of thing. Because uh, yeah, there there was a, a little study published in a South African Journal of Science that said uh, he may very well have been a weed smoker. They found clay pipes and stuff uh, with some uh, evidence of weed in it, which is awesome that we can take old it. stuff like that and analyze it and be like, "Yep, there's weed."
0: <laughs> I uh, I saw that on Reddit this weekend, yeah, <laughs> and I. As soon as I saw it, I just like started giggling, and I handed my phone to my husband. I was like, "Look at this, this is so damn cool yeah it was it's it's amazing, and it makes perfect sense. Come on,
1: it's barred. runners you get high? <laughs> I mean, come on." <laughs> That's cool. All right. Well, hey, thank you for coming on the show. It's been awesome. We're gonna we'll throw up all the links to stuff that you're doing in the show notes when the episode's posted, and people can always come back here and watch the rerun if they so choose. And uh, we're Absolutely. you're gonna do a special if anyone needs some relationship advice or some help or just hey wants someone nice to sit back and smoke a bowl with and talk about how awful your day job was, you know, I'm sure she will be happy to let you vent. I might need to vent here in a couple of weeks. We'll see, <laughs> but so.
0: absolutely. Yeah. So, so, um, once you put up that information, you'll see that if you do mention the Hotbox Podcast, that you will get a discount on your um, on your first sessions with me. So I offer thirty and fifty minute sessions, but if you're interested and you're not sure and you just want to talk for a few minutes, um, feel free to reach out. My uh, my email address is Molly at Highly and you can uh, schedule you know a quick consultation with me so we can chat and hopefully help you find what you're looking for.
1: And it is you'll you'll definitely be like, "Well, this is clearly something you should seek you know some other sort of help. like you know your limits, and you're not going to yes. be like, "Oh yeah, I'll help everybody like you it, the, i I should stress the consultation is important because everyone is different, and when you're dealing with the yes. human mind, like it's it's going to be different. So make sure that this is going to help you and better your life as I feel like it will, and uh, yeah. HighlyDevoted.com.
0: Thanks so much, Matt. I really enjoyed being on the hot box today. That's awesome. And, we'll, we'll, we'll keep and yeah. up
1: with you when you move. We'll, we'll get some updates because I, personally, I'm really excited to see and hear your reaction about, because that's a huge difference from... Where you are to where you're going, so I, I'm kind of excited to hear all about that. So we'll definitely check I'm back with you. Too. How how long do you have a time frame? Like, is it soon or?
0: Yeah, well, so it's going to be probably the beginning of next summer. So not until 2016.
1: Okay, so uh, you got a bit to go still.
0: Yeah, so definitely some time. But you know, if uh, if you and your uh, your followers are ever interested in any more relationship advice, I'm happy to come on and you know answer one-off questions for people too.
1: Oh, awesome. That could be fun. Do the stoner yeah. stoner question of the week. Relationship. <laughs>
0: exactly. A little stoner love line.
1: I like it. I like it. Well Molly, thank you very much.
0: Thanks so much, Matt. I really appreciate it.
1: Molly Peckler yeah. from HighlyDevoted.com, Of course, dating coach and expert. In Cannabis Relationships So make sure to check that out Go over to HighlyDevoted.com Show us some love uh, Let's see Before we wrap this up I want to mention like.com Got a bunch of great reviews coming out All sorts And actually I'm going to show you If you're watching live And you can check this out uh, Gotta say I'm running Windows 10 now Right? The update came out And I was like ah, Got shows to do Gonna do this email review I'm going to edit it, so just in case my editor gets all messed up, that will be done. And I I got all that done. You can check that out right here, stuffstarslike.com. There is an email review from Lifestyle Industry Technologies. And I got to say, you flip that switch, it's like two minutes. Two minutes, 30 seconds. And that thing is at 600 degrees and you can just leave it on. I don't know if it's good to leave it on like all day, but I can't, sometimes you'll forget that it's on, but it, it just sits there right at 600 degrees waiting for you to like bring it more dabs. It's so awesome. I gotta say, so I got my growers outlet. You guys can get them at lifestyle industry tech. Uh, just Google it or litemail.com, I think, but all that stuff is in the review. Over on Stuff is Like. We got the Space Queen. Some Fat Panda Grow Up Farms. We got the Bubba Kush from them as well. Got some Deep Purple Kush. Uh, that's by Two Heads. Really good stuff there. Along with the Barbara Bud and the Grapefruit Kush. Uh, got a Blackjack Review, AK-48. Some Island Sweet Skunk. Some Blueberry from Noble Farms. Uh, pretty good stuff. Some Headband, of course. So uh, definitely check that out. And uh, yeah. All sorts of neat reviews. So, uh, and of course, we are here at hotboxpodcast.com. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Instagram.com slash The Jam Hole, and same with Twitter. And of course, check out our comedy show, thejamhole.com, Uh when we do them. So, hotboxpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time. If you like, you like weed. Where, we, where you, where need, you to need to be. To <laughs> if you like weed, this is where you need to be. Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast.
0: Thank you for listening to the Hot Box Podcast. Thank you for listening to the
1: Hot Box Podcast. Podcast. Hot Box.